Yeah, I know. You're pissed off like we are. This is working the beat. I ain't pissed off. You're not pissed off? Kevin, (laughs) you and many people take it way. Last week I was because of the way the game went. Um... You know, that, that's kind of bad when you give up a 17-0 lead to a team like that. They lost. I mean, you know, it, why do we always think, and I know, I look, I was guilty. That I actually think my teaser won today, I'm pretty sure, because of Dallas's massive comeback. Um, why do we think that this team is something it's not? And we do that with all our teams. Mm-hmm. We'll start every season. I think the Sixers are going to be in the uh, Eastern Finals, at least. And then there's a sixth seed. Uh, we do it with the baseball team sometimes. Not as much recently, maybe, because they haven't been that good. As soon as one of our teams gets whatever, I mean, we're still living in 2017. It's it's This team has been a nine-win team the last two years. Uh, and, and we said before the season, we thought they were going to be like about a nine-win team. Mm-hmm. So so why, why now, because they lose to the Rams... Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, is it not good? No, it's not good. If you, if you know, but I mean, heck, the rest of the division stinks. Um, you know, uh, they, they could still be an eight or nine win team, I guess. I don't, maybe not. Who knows? This but now is- we're all dumping on them. Now, now it's all like, oh, Carson Wentz stinks. This guy stinks. That guy stinks. You know, they didn't stink two weeks ago when we were trying to size up what we thought maybe, you know. Anyway, this is working the beat. I'm Kevin Cooney. That's Mike Kern. Uh, hey, Kevin, I know. which one was worse, last week or this week? You know, it's strange. It's funny you ask that. Last week, it's like, okay, the offensive line was hideous, and, you know, they didn't have Johnson, they didn't have Sanders, and they played a really awful team. Okay, so that was really bad. In a strange way, I'm more discouraged after this week, and I'm more discouraged because the quarterback looked completely lost at times, and his oh. accuracy is a major, major problem right now. Yeah, I will say this. You know, some of my the quick takes are, you know, everybody complains when Zach Ertz catches ten passes because they're not moving it around. Uh-huh. Zach, Zach Ertz didn't catch many passes today, and look what happened. Uh, and I'm not blaming. I'm not saying that's the reason they lost, but Zach Ertz is a weapon. Yeah. That you have to use. Now, sometimes you overuse them. Sure, you fall into that whatever. I couldn't understand why Deshaun Jackson, like in the first half, I think I texted you at one time, and I was semi-serious. I said, is he playing today? Yeah, and they got him more involved in the second half. but Yeah, and it it seemed like it worked a little bit. Well, well, Mike, the one one thing is, if you're going to have Deshaun Jackson, you're going to have Jalen Rieger, and you're going to play this game of of trying to be – trying to be – a team with you know excess speed and everything, you at least got to try to go down the field. How many times did they try to go down the field today? And I get they were trying to do max protect to protect their offensive line, but my God, you got to maybe take one shot. You know, well, look, Whiteside stinks. Okay, and he may prove me wrong. I hope he does. He stinks. Uh they, they, the discouraging thing is. They ran the ball a little bit today. I mean, they, you know, they ran the ball okay. Yeah, and this is where I'll get into the head coach and, at that point. And too. the line didn't play badly. No, the line didn't I, give I up mean, a sack. You know, the line didn't I'm give watching, up a sack. I'm watching the game, and I'm sitting there, and I'm watching Jared Goff maybe ten times 
in that game, roll out, uh, bootleg, whatever. Mm-hmm. Did the Eagles ever do that? Now, nope. isn't no, isn't their quarterback more mobile than now? Look, maybe the Rams can do that because of the way their offense is set up, and you know you respect their run a little bit more. I mean, sure. I, I don't know, um, but it would seem to me like the Eagles should be doing that. Do you want me to go downstairs? You, you know, and they don't. Or at least they didn't. I, you know, and and I thought one of Carson's best attributes before his injury mm-hmm. was his mobility. It was that he could get out. Now maybe the injuries have taken a little bit of it. Maybe the Eagles are afraid of him getting hurt. But usually, when you do those bootlegs, you're not going to get hit anyway. Well, and, and nobody there. I mean, let, let's start with the basic fact here. And the basic fact in my mind is. They once again, you know, obviously the turnover by Sanders early, you know, gives sure gives another short field, okay? But their offense got started way too late in the first half. I mean, and then you get this gift at the end of the half. I don't know what Cooper Cup is thinking. He was the thinking p- he was going to try to do because he's Cooper Cup. Cup. He's a really good player and. And you know the Eagles did that last week, right? And so you get back within five at the end of the at the end of the half, and you're thinking, all right, you've got a you you've been able to dodge a bullet here, and then nothing. They had three points in the second half. Well, you you, you were at the end zone and threw an interception, right? I mean, if if they score there, even if it's just a field goal, at that point, you keep putting the score, pressure, you keep turning the pressure up on the well, on the Rams the at that point, right? Would have been more with them now. The defense was like a sieve most of the day, so maybe it didn't matter. But at that point, if they, I mean, if they score a touchdown to go ahead, you would have thought. I mean, I was, I was thinking when it was twenty-one sixteen, I really thought they were going to win the game. Same here, for for no good reason, just just the fact that you know they were down, they were up seventeen last week and blew it, and now they would be down eighteen this week. And even when they got, they to, even when it got the what was it twenty-four sixteen. Yeah. Was it 24-16? They got within 24-16. I thought, all right, they're hanging around. Oh, no, it was 21-16, and the Rams kicked the field goal. Field goal. To make so it 24-16. Right. Uh, and yeah, then the Eagles, kicked the, the Eagles kicked the field goal to make it 24-19. Right. But I, even at 24-16, I thought, well, they're hanging around enough that they could steal this game. And yeah, I, and, and, I, and and then, you know, I, I, you know, and this is where I have certain problems with the head coach. One, J.J. Arkea Whiteside can't play. He can't play. Doesn't look like And it. you're designing plays for him 25 yards down the field where he's really in that formation, at least from what I could observe and watching the video a little bit and, and rewinding it during the commercial, he's the only, and it's a bad throw by Wentz. And it's a bad judgment. But there's no other options there for him either. It's like, why are you trying to stretch the field with Arkea Whiteside at that point? It's like, it made no sense. And then on the fourth and two, uh, Chris Spielman, who did the game, and, that was a horrible. That was a horrible play. It was a horrible, horrible play, play. And Spielman comes out and says, "Watch Sanders, watch Sanders," because they had been effective in using Sanders. And I'm not saying Sanders as a run, but Sanders yeah. out of the backfield. I was thinking sort of the same thing. And then, of course, on that one he, play, Spielman pointed out that Goddard was open in the end zone, and he wasn't. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, no, I know look, Spielman I'm said not, it, but but yeah, it, I'm not blaming the court. Look. No, he was he was open. He was open for like a split second, right? Well, split seconds in the NFL, Kevin is right. What's the difference but Jalen Ramsey's also over the top yeah. there too. I mean, so I understand where maybe Wentz doesn't. I get it, there. but but this this is what I know about the quarterback. 
The quarterback has proven he can play. Okay, the, 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 even if you have to go back to 17, mm-hmm. the end of last year, and he's had injuries, okay, but you can't be a good quarterback in the NFL because that ain't going to get it done. You have to be an elite quarterback. I hate that word, but I'll use it because I have no better word. Right. And he is not right now. And look, there was no training camp. There was no, you know, We said all along, oh, they're going to have a big advantage because they got Doug and Carson. Well, you know what? It's not showing Maybe. up that way right now. Well, well, the Rams had their coach and quarterback. Too. I mean, I'm just saying is last week the Redskins had Haskins in the first time, your first new coach. Um, at some point, Carson is going to have to elevate. Mm-hmm. And I'm not blaming it all on him. I don't mean that. Um, you know, there was enough blame to go around. But at some point, quarterbacks have to win games for you. Like he did at the end of last year when mm-hmm. he had when they were playing bad teams, he had nothing around him, and he won them a couple of those games right. probably. Um, but this team is, I mean, they're not, they're not, they're not good enough. Well, or you, at least it doesn't look that way two games into the season. You mentioned Let's, the quarterback, and I got an audio clip here. This is uh, Carson Wentz after the game talking. I'm going to try harder. I haven't even heard it, but I'm going to. He's going to try harder and get and work harder to get better. Well, it was it, it was kind of a don't panic move. Hold on. Yeah, well, that's what the oh, president told me too. <laughs> uh, I did have it here. Hold on. No, what happened to it? Oh, I lost so my. This, is this like the Aaron Rodgers relax? It was a little bit like Aaron Rodgers relax. And that's fine. That's what he has to say. I get it. He's the leader. He has to say that. And he's right. He's right. Uh, you, you know, 0-2 is not good, but it ain't the end of the world yet. But as you said, the, the three games they have coming up after next week. And look, the Bengals are going to have three extra days of rest. Right. I'm not saying the Bengals are going to come in here and beat them. But, you know, I mean, Jacksonville almost won today. Um, you know, the the Bengals have played okay. Mm-hmm. They've been in both their football games. Um, you know, the quarterback has to say the right things. I get that. That's what you know. The coach has to say the right things. But at some point, it can't be about telling us we got. You know, it was like Andy Reid. I got to put him in better position. I got okay, Andy, fine. But at some point, they're either in better position or they ain't. Um, and um. The, the body language don't look good. Which, which look, when you lose, body language don't look good. I get it. Um, but it just doesn't look... Uh, I think today was real disappointing for them, Kevin, because I really think they thought they were going to win that game and put Washington behind them. Oh, I agree. And that didn't happen. It's a long season. It's pretty simple. Here is a, actually, uh, this is Miles Sanders talking about not panicking yet. It's a long season. It's pretty simple. Uh, it's not the end of the world. We still got 14 more games left. Um, all it takes is just us the resiliency. Uh, Coach Doug, he always talks about that, and that's exactly the type of team we are. You know, we had a lot of setbacks last year, and despite all the stuff that happened last year, we still made the playoffs. So uh, I still think anything's possible, and it's still early in the season. All right, so I finally found the audio, and it's pretty much. Now remember, I can't hear. Okay, well, I'm going to tell that's you. That's okay. And you I'm going to I'm going to tell you what he said. Right. He goes, "Well, we, res- you know, we're a team of resiliency, and we did this last year, and we can come back again. You can't keep falling back in the well. Yeah. And but hope- even if you do come back, do you want to be that team? No, no, of course not. Look, we didn't think they were super, like legit Super Bowl contenders. 
But, you know. If you would like the season to matter beyond October. Well, <laughs> and it, it, With this division, it will. Because, you know, I mean, look. Well, it, the it, the it, Dallas it, thing that I hurt. Yes, but it's still probably going to come down. If they can beat the Cowboys twice, which maybe they can't, you know, who knows? Um, look, if we've learned anything from Doug, it's that he will probably win a game or two that we don't think he can win. Whether it's the the, the you know the Ravens, the Friscos. Well, yeah, Frisco uh, now without Garoppolo, with Raheem, uh, Raheem Mostert hurt. They all got hurt. Bo- yeah, and Boaster, uh, Bosa got hurt too. Bosa like sounds big, like an ACL like tear. Big time hurt? Like big time hurt? Like... Bosa might be done for the year. Okay. Um, how, about the, how about Garoppolo? Garoppolo is definitely out next week. Okay. So okay. So, so he's in, yeah. And once I'm, again, it's that post-Super... Now, look, the year after the Super Bowl for the team that loses the Super Bowl, if you're in the NFC, is never, ever, ever good. But, and that's why I said like before the season, you know, as much as I like San Francisco, don't be surprised. Now, I didn't realize all the injuries, you know. Um and then maybe it's the Rams and, and Seattle battle for that. And the Cardinals aren't bad. Cardinals look like they're okay, you know. Um, who's the other team in that three? Was it San Francisco to Ravens? And what's the other one? Uh, Pittsburgh. Okay. And, the, and 49ers is out there, right? Yeah, and Pittsburgh is in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Although, to be honest with you, Kevin. Not that it matters. I, I don't know what home field advantage means. Any, I, mean, I do I, wonder I, I about the travel. The, yeah, I didn't see the end of the Falcons game. I just know that Dallas... Recovered an onside kick, which never happens. But um, well, yeah, because Atlanta stood and watched it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see. I didn't see the play. Uh, I mean, oh, Atlanta stood and watched it like roll the final five yards. I don't know. I guess they felt that it wasn't going to get to the ten yards. Uh, okay, but instead okay. of just jumping on it, okay, they they let it go. You'll be happy to know the Phillies have two men on with two outs. And I, I, you got it on, right? The Jays. No, are I actually a, have the, oh, uh, the red Jays zone. are making a pitching change. So I have the um, red zone channel on. So, okay. Um, yeah, but I mean, look, so, so maybe they go to San Francisco. Maybe San Francisco wins five games this year. Yeah. We don't know that. Um, but the, 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 the you're looking at, you could be maybe like two and four. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Pittsburgh almost lost at home today to, to Denver, to, 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 to De- Denver without the starting quarterback. quarterback. Right. Right, so I mean, I think this whole league is so whacked out that I, you know, if you said to me the Eagles are going to be three and three after their six games, I wouldn't say that can happen. You know, I might not say it's going to happen, but oh, they you, could also lose next week to the Bengals. Sure, absolutely. But um, but I think Mike, I think the problem is this isn't even a one year thing. Okay, I think the bigger problem is you look at what they're developing. For example, and let's look at the defensive side, okay? Nate Gary was torched today, absolutely singed. Well, they don't have any linebackers because the defensive coordinator doesn't think they need them. And that has to change. You can't well, You can't. Well, when's just, it going to change? It ain't going to change. Well, but you year. can't just, yeah, and that's, I think, the problem for, for the long term is the philosophy you can't just throw away a section of your of your organization. Like right. one third one third of your defensive attack is linebackers. It's the way they play. I mean that the whole thing was that their front their front line was going to be able to put a lot of pressure and this and that and the other. Yeah, and by the way, and they didn't get within uh, 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 footsteps I, of Jared Goff today. I, partially because he rolled out like 10 times. Which you you know, there's no way to Cox or anybody's going to get a guy that rolls out and bootlegs. You you're, you're not going to get him. 
because the play is designed to give him three seconds to throw the ball. But they also, here's the other part. They don't jam at the line either. None of them. Oh, the tight Slay. end ran Slay free went today. Out late too. What? You noticed Slay went out late with an Yeah, injury. he did. I think they said it's not too serious that they're expecting. Okay. Well, I'm um, just saying, you know. But but they never jam at the line. Never, 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 never. It could be third and three, and they're playing seven yards back. Always. They're tight. They never jam the tight end. Nothing. Phillies, Phillies didn't score. There's a stunner. Okay. Well, hey, look. They're, yeah, look. But they, they're allowed to lose one out of four. I understand. But you, you know where I'm going with this, that this is a – there are times you do have to – well, then you can get a defensive up. coordinator after the year. I mean, that's the only thing I can tell you. you is, this guy's not getting fired now. No, he's not. So this is the team they have. And and even if you switch defensive coordinators at the end of the year, which I don't know if they will or not, but if they do, you don't fix that problem in a year probably. You know, uh, you, you know you're not going to go out and get four linebackers in the draft or through free agency to all of a sudden come in and play. I mean – yeah, hey, look, it, 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 you know, I'm sure there's other teams in the league that don't value linebackers that I'm just not aware of because I don't follow all 30 teams. But, you know, it, it's it's just the way they play. And, again, when you have a Super Bowl that you're only two years and, and then two games removed from, you do get that whatever, you, you know, that they can say, hey, we won a Super Bowl. Now, they gave up 33 points in that Super Bowl. Right. But they, the game before that, Minnesota scored, what, one touchdown? Mm-hmm. The Falcons scored 10 points or whatever the Falcons scored, nine. So, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say Jim Schwartz doesn't know what he's doing. But, you know, um, it, it isn't working right now. Let's put it that way. It didn't work very well last week, although the offense did put him in bad positions. I can't blame last week on the defense. But, you know, uh, this wasn't good. And the Rams are a pretty good offensive team. I mean, you know, McVay knows what he's doing a little bit. They, the quarterback's not bad. Um, so I, you know, I mean, you're not going to switch midstream. He isn't going to go into to Jim Schwartz tomorrow and say, "Hey, Jim, we need some linebackers, or we got to switch the way we play defense." No, this is the way Jim Schwartz plays defense. He doesn't blitz, and uh, you know, that's how they play. How much so, of the? How much of this? I mean, the one thing that also confused me today was you used you activated Jalen Hurts, and they used him in a couple formations, but merely as a decoy, like you know, out wide as a wide receiver, a slot wide out, and you know, I think the one time they lined him up in the backfield, um, but then they didn't pull the trigger, and you know, that's a weird. It's almost like, you know, if you're not going to use him, well, why did you activate him and Here's have the him as a backup quarterback? With that. And it's amazing that New Orleans gets away with it as much as New Orleans does. With the Taysom Hill every thing. Time, every time he comes onto the field, uh, who, what, what's his name? Taysom uh, Hill. Okay. The defense should be sitting there going, pointing at him. Mm-hmm. He wears number seven, right? Right. Okay. So when Jalen Hurts comes on the field, I got to believe – the Rams, if unless they were totally taken, are saying, hey, you know, he's on the field. Now, I don't know if they do that or not. And I'm sure at some point next week or the week, the Eagles will pull the trigger on Jalen Hurts. He'll get involved in a play or two. But you you have a problem that you're almost um, telling the other team, 
what we're doing mm-hmm. when we when we bring this guy onto the field. And that's the problem with having a guy like Jalen Hurts for gimmick plays. Yeah. Because you're kind of telegraphing it and saying, hey, be aware that this might be a um, you know, a gadget play or something. Um, it's almost like you have to bring Jalen in and make him the quarterback. And then try to maybe do something with that. And I don't think they're going to do that, you know, at least not right now, you know. And yeah, know. because you have enough time. You have enough trouble getting the, the basics right, and now you're trying to get And you the, had no training camp. Yeah. So, you know, or, yeah, boy, they had training camp. I shouldn't say that, but not a normal training camp, so. Um, Jalen Hurts is the least of my concerns no, at the moment. No, but I, I will say, okay, and one of the consequences in my mind, when you draft a quarterback in the second round and you have a franchise guy is, well, now everybody and their brother thinks that Carson Wentz is the major problem with this organization. And, and look, is he an issue right now? Absolutely. I'm not denying he's not an issue. You know, if you yeah, want, he got chewed up on post game live. Yeah, he did. He's had two awful games in a row. Yeah. But you and I both have been in this town long enough to know the most popular guy in this town is always the backup quarterback. But see, I don't know if Jalen Hurts is the backup quarterback. That's the other problem in all this. I don't think Jalen Hurts is ready to play quarterback in the NFL. No, he but might it, be able to run a gadget play, but I, so he's I, not the backup quarterback. I, you know, if if Carson Wentz got hurt on the first play against the Bengals, and they got to bring Jalen Hurts in, they're dead meat. Well, they didn't have Subfeld activated today. Well, then, well that that well then you know what I'm missing the point then. Then I'm missing the point. If they because if Jalen Hurts has to come in and play quarterback, and I'm not saying he can't, but well, without saying, without a preseason game or anything, yeah, uh, you're right. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure. Look, I'm I love Jalen Hurts. I, I love what he did at Oklahoma. I love what he did at Alabama. Right. I'm still not sure he can play in this league. But I've been wrong about some guys before. I I'm never sure of these these running quarterbacks, what they're going to be like. A Kyler Murray. Now Kyler Murray's proven me wrong. I wasn't sure Jackson would be nearly this good. I'm not sure the Ravens thought he'd be nearly as good, but these guys are showing that they can do it. Mm-hmm. But Jalen Hurts has to be one of those kind of guys, and I don't think he throws as well as either of those guys. No, yet, not uh, yet. He, he could yeah, develop into it, but yeah. But the, and I love him. I I love him. I, I I think what he brings. But if he's going to be the quarterback, then the Eagles better be running plays like the Rams were running today, or they better be running plays like the Ravens run. Or, and and or that's Ravens, not but. But you can't get the guy hurt, right? That's the other problem with all this. Is um, but that's not yeah, really that's not really in their playbook. And the other problem with this is when your quarterback struggles, okay, you invite when you've spent draft picks the way they have on a quarterback, a, well, a high bad. draft pick. It's too bad. That's you're that's inviting a, fan, a controversy that's, that's into a fan, your apartment. That's a fan problem, Kevin. That's not an Eagles problem. Why do we bring the fans into this? I'm not bringing. I'm not. I'm bringing it in this sense. Fans think. Do you think the fans are going to run Carson Wentz out of town? Then why are we worried about it? Why? (sighs) It's quite. All right. How about about that's Carson Wentz's play? Then it becomes an issue. Well, until it affects Carson Wentz's play, and if he's playing that badly that that we're even going down this road, then then it doesn't really matter anyway. Okay, they're not going to win if Carson Wentz is playing like he's playing. So if if people think they're going to be better off bringing Jalen Hurts in, go ahead, bring Jalen Hurts. It's not happening. Would you think that Carson Wentz has regressed in the last three years? 
No, so, because see, the way he played at the end of last year, how can you say that? No, I'm asking the question. It's a no, question that's he, been raised. He's not an MVP. Look, he's not the player he was when he was going to be the MVP in 2017. No. But when he played those last four games last year, or five games, I think it was four. Four. And everybody was saying how, oh, my gosh, he, he lifted this team, has nobody around him, and they all thought they were going to beat Seattle, and then he gets hit on a cheap shot. Right. And all of a sudden, we're, ba- we're now we're back to square one, and and, they, and he's had two bad games. So, no, I, I mean, I, I don't think he's the 2017 Carson. And he and there was like a year and a half. I, don't, I think he came back too soon from the injury in 2018. Um, last year, he didn't play well for a large stretch of the season. But at the end of the year, everybody was singing his praises last year at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. There was nobody down on Carson Wentz. No. Okay, well, then how can you say he's... Re- how well, can, you're I'm asking, like I'm asking the question that it's been. Look, you heard Seth Joyner say it today. He's regressed. You've heard, you heard regressed from last year. Yeah, you said regressed from in his last four years. Last three I'm since saying, since he come back from the injury, is he has he regressed in compared to what we saw in that 2017 MVP level? Is he well, clear? Of course, he's not. He hasn't played to an MVP level. That's. You're asking like a ridiculous question, but the last four games last year, we were all on board. Nobody was knocking him. So how can we say, like, we, we, we have to remember the last four games, we were, all, we were all saying, my God, Carson Wentz lifted him on his shoulders and took him to the playoff. Let me rephrase, then- let me rephrase the question then. Do you think that Carson Wentz could carry you to a Super Bowl? As a, uh, be a starting quarterback of a Super Bowl team right I, now. I don't. That, that, that's a question you can ask about 26 of the quarterbacks in the league, and I don't have an answer. Can Jimmy Garoppolo carry you to a Super Bowl? I don't know. He made the Super Bowl last year and was winning by 10 with 10 minutes to go. But there are people that don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is that guy. Uh, can Kyler Murray take you to a Super Bowl? Can Jared Goff take you to a Super Bowl? I mean, he played. But you did, Super Bowl. right. But, and he played like crap in that game, but okay, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't have the answer. First of all, some of it has to do with what's around you. If you're if you're yeah. playing on a team with the defense that's giving up 30, you know, probably not. I mean, I think Carson Wentz right now, if you were lining up the quarterbacks, you know, he's probably somewhere in the middle. He's probably in that uh, 12 to 16. I'm not sitting here. I'm not looking at a list of quarterbacks. Trying to figure out, well, like, 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 is he better than Ben Roethlisberger right now this week? I don't know that. I would probably say no right now. Probably no, but but what I'm saying is, like, I mean, there's shown, the there's the clear ones you would say he's not in front of. He's not in front of Kevin, Mahomes. I hate these kind of questions. It's like right. it's like when Andy Reid hadn't won a Super Bowl, and people would say Andy Reid can't win a Super Bowl. I'm like, wait a minute, he lost to the New England by three. But there were people in this town, so now it's going to be well, Carson Wentz can't win a Super Bowl, and maybe they're right. I don't, but he's probably got another seven, eight, nine years, maybe, of playing quarterback. So I'm not going to sit here and say he can't, mm-hmm. you know. But that's what you're trying to get me to say. Well, no, no, that's no. Kevin, I think what, Kevin, I, I, you asked me that question, Mike. I think that's the, what you're trying to get me to say, though. I think are you not? Well, no. I'm. This is the way I'm phrasing it. You do have to evaluate. Okay. You've had two nine and seven years. The one where the backup quarterback had to come and kind of bail you out, okay, over the final four games because well, they came were back too soon from his injury. That year. Right, okay, and you give okay, him more fine. of a pass on that. 
uh, you acknowledge that the playmaker issue is there. Okay, that they haven't had people to stretch the field. They haven't, you know, they do have a running game. I mean, they've had a running game the last two years. Um, but they haven't had the offensive, uh, they haven't had the, the weapons on the outside that could stretch the field. Okay. But I, you do worry about the judgment sometimes. And you worry but, about the, and you worry about the fact that it feels like now he, he's almost fighting himself. In a strange way. Yes. In the second game of the 2020 season, yes. You're right. But this is talk well, he show Well, he also had a couple games last year like Listen that, too. Listen to me. Right. This is talk show radio. And this is what you do sometimes. And it's okay. But it's like the Brett Brown should be fired two games. I don't know at this moment in time what Carson Wentz is. But but I don't know. Like So what am I supposed to say? No, he's not. So, so if that's the answer... Then where do, where Are do you the concerned? Are? Of course I'm concerned. Okay. But the last four games of last year, which is the last four games we had to judge him on, you weren't saying this. So now that he's played two bad games to start this season, now we're saying it. You can't do that. You can't be the we're going to switch week to week, and then three weeks from now, if he's played really good, now you now I'm gonna say, well, now Carson Wentz could leave me in the Super Bowl. I wouldn't know it then. And and, and the bottom line is was like until Andy Reid won a Super Bowl. You don't know. All right. And, I'll, I'll give you, you know, the, the guy was the guy was going to be the MVP, but that seems like it was 20 years ago. Right. And if the injuries have taken something away from him, what concerns me more is that when they run their offense, why don't they do more things to get him out of the pocket? I do not understand this. Mom. He didn't get sacked today, and you're right. He, he didn't get sacked. But why can't they do things to make and, his life easier? And that's a problem with the head coach. And that well, is that, that is a coaching fine. staff issue. Which, But he didn't get sacked today. So Doug would answer you. And look, I'm not going to sit here and say they didn't get a lot of pressure on him. No. Uh, but I just don't know why you wouldn't do some of the things the Rams were doing with Goff. I, I don't. Goff had so many easy throws today because when he got out in space, um, his guys were fairly open, you know? And even some of the throws Carson has to make are not always easy throws. You brought up that fourth and two play. I don't know if Where that Sanders doesn't lead the backfield. Sanders yeah, is a blocking back at that point. And fourth and I'm two. Okay. I'm, a, I'm not okay with it, but if they had thrown, that's not the pass you throw on that play. No. You needed two yards. Like when they had the fourth and one in the Super Bowl, remember? And they threw they the threw the little they threw the cross to Ertz and Ertz plows through a uh, uh, falls forward for the first. But that's time. the kind of play you they need in those yeah, situations. Absolutely, not a pass ten yards downfield where there's three Ram defenders. Um, so, so but, you know, well, this you know we got to come to the conclusion, Kevin, and it's early yet. It's it's way early. You know, if they're sitting here at one and five, yeah, you know, and they might only be two games out of first. Um, but this may not be their year. Now, if you're an organization and this turns into not your year, then you're three years removed from a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Looking at a 2021 season, it probably won't shape up to be your year either. Because of all well, the salary cap issues they have, yeah. And then you're then then you're like, you know, um I mean, they have like They've they've made the playoffs the last two years in a bad division. Uh, they've won playoff games. 
They might have, but but again, Wentz hasn't won those playoff games. Foles right. won those playoff games. So, yeah, it's not good. I mean, it's it's not. Yeah, I, I mean, if they lose to the Bengals, and I'm not saying they're going to, but I'm not going to sit here and say it's it's. It's not it beyond the realm of possibility. Well, anything's not beyond the. I mean, you know, but uh, it, it just this team needs to get a couple wins. They need to get a couple wins. Because it looks like they're lacking confidence. It just looks like that 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 whatever that it thing is that we talk about. Now, if they win next week, could they beat the Steelers? Sure. I, I mean, I, I'm not saying. Well, they if they win next week, they get the, they get the the um, the Forty Niners. Oh, it's follow. the 49ers first. Forty Niners, okay. then Ravens, and Steelers. But what you're telling me? Oh, the Steelers is the last game. Yes. Okay, but what you're telling me about the Forty ers is maybe. That's not as unwinnable as maybe. No, it, it became it, it became a lot more winnable, I think, today than it okay. was. If they get to the Steelers at two and three, then okay. then you can take a breath. Yeah. And I agree. if you can beat the Steelers, is that here or at Hines? It's in Hines. I, I you know, okay. honestly, I'll say if you get out of it two and four, then maybe with the Giants, and look, the Giants are gonna be without Barkley, it looks like, for the rest of the year. Uh yeah. you get another game against Washington, you get your two against Dallas. It, they got to beat the Cowboys. Look, they got to beat the Cowboys twice. I mean, barring something that we're not seeing, mm-hmm. because if they, because I got to assume. But we both thought the Cowboys were the, were the slightly better team anyway. And, yeah, um, and they have issues. Mike McCarthy's not a good coach. I, I, I was keep let you in on a secret. What? There's a lot of teams in this league that have issues. Oh, there are very few teams that. They, I mean, Christ, last week they're talking about Bruce Arians like he was like uh, the stupidest guy on the face of the earth. Which leads to my next question, okay? We, we did that whole thing on the quarterback. Is your confidence in the head coach shaking a little right now? No, Doug is who I think he is. I, 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 I don't – he's not Vince Lombardi. He's not Bill Belichick. He's got a ring on his finger. Uh, now, people can say it was Reich and Filippo. Hey, if you want to say that, that's fine. I'm not – but he's got a ring and on I his And I think finger. that's fair to point out right now. And last year – they played. They always play for him. Last year, they won those four games at the end. He's got a great December record. If I if I'm remembering November yeah. and December, they they play. So, Doug has certain good traits. Um, but again, he's not Vince Lombardi. So, um, this notion, and I think sometimes Doug thinks he is, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of coaches think that way. You know, we saw McVay get knocked off his little shelf last year a little bit. You know, he was like the flavor of the month. Uh, now the San Francisco coach will be the flavor of the month. And, uh, you know, it comes and it goes. Uh, but this team has, you know, if you're looking at like long, and we shouldn't really look long range because we should just worry about next week. But there's just things you worry about that, that I think problems that are deeper than the quarterback. I, I think sometimes the we because we, you focus so much on the quarterback in this league, I get it. Mm-hmm. But they have other issues that – um you know, whether, you know whether it's I'll the, give you an the issue. defense signing, giving Ertz more money, um, w- w- yeah, drafting too many wide receivers that stink, and I hope Rager is not one of those. Uh, hey, by the way, did, oh. Ward play, did Ward play today or at all, or what? Yeah, he played. He was there. He had a catch, I think. Okay, I don't remember. Okay, you want you want an issue? I see right now, and I'll point out what I think was their worst move of the off season, and I've seen a couple of the other beat guys report. Report this too, including Ruben uh, Frank mentioned it on his observations. 
boy, boy, they miss Malcolm Jenkins. They miss Malcolm Jenkins because Malcolm Jenkins had an ability to restore some order and to make sure that assignments were blown. And all I've seen, all I saw today, time after time, was assignments being blown. And they yeah, don't have that. the same thing when they let um, Dawkins go. Yeah. I mean, it was the same thing. But, it, again, you, you are in a salary cap world where you have to make a decision. Are you going to pay a guy money where maybe next year he's not worth the money? Um, and they made the decision for whatever reasons. I Would I rather have Malcolm Jenkins? Of course I'd rather have Malcolm Jenkins. There, there's no doubt. But at some point in this the world we live in, you have to let people go that you don't want to let go. Right. Because and now your quarterback is not the quarterback on the rookie contract. He's the quarter. You know, that, that we saw that Seattle went through this where they had to let almost that whole defense go. There was that great defense, mm-hmm. and nobody's there anymore. Um, you see it with a lot of teams. Once that rookie, once that guy, you know, the Houston Texans guy's making money now. It's hard when your quarterback's making thirty-five. Um, but it, but I then mean, again, you could tailor it where you know, they they got Jalen Mills back. I, I you know to me, Jalen Mills is a guy, and they paid him decent money. And you know. I would not argue with you. I, I like I said, but may I don't know what Malcolm was asking for. I don't know what New Orleans gave him. Um, cause I don't get into that, but it um, should have, it maybe it should have been taken care of last well, year. Maybe, maybe, maybe some of his, um, all the stuff he did with, you know, the, 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 the activism stuff, maybe that worked against them. I, I can't say that cause I'm not in the locker room. I don't right. know this, but, um, you know, the, I mean, look, we can talk about almost all our sports teams, but especially the ones in the salary cap, you know, guys, they shouldn't let go. Um, and you do, and sometimes, you know, and especially when it's a fan favorite, mm-hmm. we don't want to see those guys go. Um, but sometimes they go, and, and sometimes it hurts your team. Um, but you know, it's well, I mean, we, and, and we had doubt, we had doubts about this team before the year. true, we did, no doubt, and they're just coming. I didn't think they'd lose to Washington. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people, you know, maybe me and you. Thought maybe they'd be three and zero. I, I mean, well, when we know, when we have Ray on the pre like the Friday before the season, he said, "Look, they got to get off to a good start because that second right, three right, is right it is tough." I mean that that right. they were given like a little bit of a soft opening here, or well, soft opening right now is zero and two. The one yeah. thing, the one thing that Laura Oakman brought this up when she talked to a couple people with the Eagles this week, and she brought it up at the beginning of the game today. And it was the Eagles talking about how flat they were and how how uh, how flat they were last week in Washington, and how flat they were even starting today, and how like in this atmosphere they just can't seem to get it going, cranked up quick or whatever, whatever the term is that they're using. As a professional, you can't say that. You can't. That's not an excuse. I get it's different circumstances with no fans in the stands and all that, but. Sorry, that doesn't wash for me. What do you, I don't understand what you're saying doesn't wash. What do you mean doesn't wash? They're saying that they had a tough time staying motivated and keeping the energy level uh, up and all look, that. It's they, like, look, they, no, no, no. They first of all, they came out last week strong. Yeah, it wasn't that until that interception near the end of the first half. If Washington, look, I'm not blaming the whole game, but if Washington doesn't come up with that interception and it's 17 no at the half, uh-huh. I think the Eagles probably win the game. Maybe they don't. 
But they probably maybe, do. You know, they come out today, and like you said, the fumble right off the bat. You know, if and I'm not blaming Sanders. He hadn't played last week. He, you, know, you worry about things like that. But if he doesn't fumble there, you know, if, if they don't give him a short field or the Eagles go down and score a field goal or t- – you know, so things happen in, in games. And then, um, but I don't buy into it. Look, all these athletes are dealing with the same issues. There's no people in the stands. Although I find it interesting that the players still keep making gestures towards the stands, yeah. which is funny by me. But, I mean, every team is dealing with this. They're, they're all in the same boat. They're, they're all, was there, was there fans in Dallas today, by yeah, the way? Yeah, 20,000. Okay. Um, it's the biggest one they've had yet. Okay. I mean, you know, it's like saying it's it's like looking at baseball or basketball or, or and saying, well, how the, you know the Sixers didn't deal well with the bubble. Okay, well, the Boston's in the bubble, Miami's in the bubble. You know, every, every team's, you know, you, you gotta adapt make to the, the bubble. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we all thought that the Eagles had an advantage because they had the coach and the quarterback. We all said that, you know, and it hasn't and, worked out that way. Well, but again, now. you're only two games in, right? Um, you know. Here's what I would ask you. Let's say the Eagles go 9-7. and seven. Let's say they go 9-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. I'll just throw a number out there. And they make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Let's say there's a seven seed, whatever. Say. What kind of a season was it? And I, and I don't know what that would mean. Let's say they lose their, their first playoff game. I mean, because they'd probably be playing somebody pretty good. Um, Here's the danger with that. And, and, th- and this sounds strange to say. All right, if they make the playoffs, you know, I guess you can't really... Because that's what you're looking at right now. Right. right. I mean, you would say at best or at best they're probably nine and seven. Okay. Let's yeah. be real. They go ten and six. Doug might have to get coach of the year. Yeah. Um. But l- let me put it this way. Then you've fallen into a third straight nine and seven season. Okay. Right. And assuming you go out in the first round of the playoffs, well, then two of the last three years you would have gone out in the first round of the playoffs. And right. I, I, I would say that is the flip side. And I'm just playing devil's. Out I know here. you've made the playoffs four straight made years, the playoffs four straight years. And probably there'd be like three teams in the league that can say that. And uh, one of them's New England. And yeah. Yeah. Um, well, New England might not make it this year, but I'm just saying is right. But, but and, and I agree with you. I'm like, like Philadelphia doesn't want to be nine and seven, especially when you've won a Super Bowl. But, you know, some cities would take nine, you know, would take four what, playoffs. What have we, years. I was just going to say that. What is, what have we always said? And this more towards the NBA, but in a lot of sports, the worst thing to be is that back end team constantly oh, year after year who's not drafting high enough to really improve. Then again, with this team, but the way they draft, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter too much, I don't think. But, but. I mean, it, 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 the point is that if you're, if you're not in that, you're, you, you would rather be really good or really bad. You don't want to be in that, that marshy middle. Well, especially you, when after you lift the trophy, mm-hmm. you say this is the new norm. norm. And I understand why they, look, I get it. It, was the, the, it was the moment. It was, yeah. It was the moment. You can say that. But again, then you got to kind of live up to something. That doesn't mean you're going to win the Super Bowl every year or get to the Super Bowl every other year or whatever. But I think the inference there was that, hey, in the next five, six, seven, eight years, we're going to win a couple more of these. Well, you know, it, doesn't right now look like that um and again a lot of things can change in the next couple years or you know we could be having a totally different conversation sure but right now this team doesn't look 
And then, you know, Jason Kelsey's probably going to retire at some point, move on. Lane Johnson gets older. Jason um, Peters will eventually Peters go away. He won't be here, yeah. Uh, I don't know what Brooks' status is. I mean, they say he may be coming back. Yeah, but he's got um, he's had two major injuries here in three I, years. I um, and you know, Ertz may not be here. Uh, yeah, well, I, I look, but all I'm saying is, there's two ways of looking at it, and I agree that nine and seven and making the playoffs is not the goal. But you can still sit there and say, "Hey, we did," um, and you know. Uh, it's it's. I mean, if the um, Phillies make, if the Phillies make the playoffs three or four years in a row as the as a wild card or you know getting in, I mean, I'm sure the Phillies would point that out to you. Now, it's it's almost like me saying to you, well, the Sixers won 50 games in a row three straight years, mm-hmm. which they 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 would have, and and they you know, um, I mean, the Flyers are kind of in that boat now too. Like, you know, what's success for the Flyers next year? Getting to the playoffs and losing in the first round or losing? In, I don't know. You know, it's when you win a Super Bowl, things the bar gets raised. But the good news is, you do have a Super Bowl. Yeah. So I just like in my mind, okay. And you're right; it's two weeks, and I'm trying to I'm trying to avoid the the overreaction, long term. You know, by the way, Pat Mahomes just hit an incredible pass to Tyreek Hill uh, for a touchdown. He does that. He does that. Uh, I'm trying to avoid the overreaction, but there's also a part of me that's looking at this and saying they're not getting the nine and seven. They're not. I mean, they're, well, they're the flaws are yeah, their flaws well, are, are you just can have so that conversation, deep. But you have that conversation in December, December, and uh, the problem is, Kevin, is it everybody, including you? Mm-hmm. We all want to be the first to say, I told you. No, I know. And that's the problem is, and you do that all the time. And I'm not knocking you for it. I'm just saying is you got to hear yourself sometimes. Like when you're sitting there, the Brett Brown thing. And I'm like, Kevin, please stop. Like, just let, you can't, you can, and Philadelphia fans can't help themselves and, and media guys and all, because we all want to be the first one to say, Hey, I, I told you, I told you back. And I was the first to tell you. And then if this team, God forbid, goes 10 and six, what are you going to do? Do a mea copa, like come December and apologize? And then if they lose their first two games next year, you'll be telling me the same thing. You'll be right back telling me the same thing. Uh, and you, we can't, you can't fire coaches every time. You oh, I'm not firing coaches. coaches. No, 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 no. I don't mean that. But you can't. You just use the word overreact. You used it, not me. And you do that. And I'm just saying is, yes, but we, we can overreact all we want when December hits if they're 6-10. and 10. You know, and Jack McCaffrey, Jack McCaffrey told us on this show they were going to go six and ten. Yeah, and I was kind of like, I, you know, that sounds a little harsh. Hey, but what do you, what do you think the number in Vegas is right now? It's probably falling to around six. Uh, well, if it was nine, it's probably around seven. seven. Yeah, which isn't good either. And it right? may get bumped up because the Giant games take a, a step back easier because if if Barkley's because of there. Barkley. Yeah, I could tell you something right now. It wouldn't almost every game you look at, mm-hmm. like right now, it'll change as we go along. You could almost see them lose it. Like I don't think they're going to lose to Washington the next time, uh, but you know, would, would it be? You know, I, I don't know what the two Dallas games are going to be like. Um, I, you know, some of the games that look easy. Um, uh, Cincinnati, Cincinnati looked easy at the beginning. I don't well, think Cincinnati looks easy now. Well, nothing. That quarterback looks really good. To, when you're 0-2, nothing looks easy. They could be playing CB West this week. 
And and we'd be sitting here going, you know, if they fumble three times and Carson, you know, overthrows three receivers and the defense gives up 200 yards rushing. I mean, right. Um, and now this is when the coach is going to have to earn his money because the coach is going to have to figure out how to get through not just the Bengals, but that three game stretch and not be one and five or not be. Yeah, you don't really even no. want to be two and four if you can help it. But and, I mean, and it's been a long time. Well, it's probably been since the. Uh, it's probably been since Andy's last year here, where he, and I said this to my wife when they were down twenty one three earlier today. And, and, and the worst thing for a fan is being a football fan, and you know by the end of September October, or by the end of October, your your season's done. Okay, that well, you the have, last Chip the last Chip Kelly year was like that, right? No, they were, they were in the they were in the playoffs. They were like around five hundred, and they were in the. Well, whole, they started zero and two, right? Because that was the last time. No, but didn't that season go south though? Oh, maybe That's, not. No, it, they were around five hundred, and they lost okay. like that fine next to last week because I think the oh, division that, that champion was Redskins game. Where yeah, Hurts had like seventeen catches. Yeah. And yeah. that's when Chip got fired on the Tuesday right, night. Right, 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 um, right. Yeah. So wasn't who, who was their quarterback? It was it was some what year? Some, the year that we you were just talking about. Like I remember that Ertz game. They didn't throw a pass over five yards the whole game. Bradford. Was it Bradford? Okay. I, I wasn't sure. That was came. the Bradford year. Okay. I I I, I had forgotten that. No, I that, that was the Bradford eight. year. And, uh, and then the next year he went 10 for 10 against the Packers in the exhibition game or something no, like no, that. No, or? no, 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 no. That was his first year. Oh, uh, okay. The Bradford okay. thing was his first year. <laughs> 10 for 10. 10 for 10. And then the following year they they franchised them then they traded yeah, to get trade Wentz him. and then they traded him in He was he was playing against 11 Packer backups. And, and, and everybody and went the nuts. Whole, the oh. whole world went nuts because that Kevin is what we do. It's what I'm trying to explain to you. You, this is what we do. We had Bradford taking them to the NFC title game because he went ten for ten against the Packers in an exhibition game, and and you and and that's the city we live in, and and we're all guilty of it at some point, and it, you can't live. You can't. You can't. You can't live like that. You know, you know, this team ain't winning the Super Bowl. This team right now as we sit here, a good year for them would be to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And and maybe win the division. If it make the playoffs by winning the division, um which is still not, you know, out of the realm of possibility. Um but you know, it's uh it certainly uh, you know, doesn't look good. For all we know, the Rams might be a twelve-win team. They could. Yeah, I don't know this. I will. Uh, I will venture to guess the Washington football team will not be a twelve-win team. I. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> hey, look. You know what? But he's trying to change the culture there. He's just trying to put, get a footprint. Um, that's what this season for them is about. Uh, I don't know what is happening up with the Giants. I, I have. I, you know, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know why that guy's the coach. Maybe he's a good coach. I, I don't believe in their quarterback. If you're telling me that Barkley's out for the year, that's 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 not good for them. Um, you know, I, I I just think the Eagles should finish third in this division just by showing up. If then that's not that doesn't mean it's good. Um, I mean I mean second in the division. I don't mean third. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean it's not. And, and the stuff that's been happening lately with the Phillies. 
even though they won three or four this weekend, but their whole bullpen issues, and you're watching those kind of games, I think it adds all this. And if Harper one and carries, if, oh, if, if yeah. Harper's out, then it's say goodnight. What was the injury, Kevin? What was the? Uh, actually, they have already said he left with uh, Harper left with back tightness. Okay. Status for tomorrow unknown. Real Muto is not ready to catch yet and will not be behind the plate due to the hip injury. He could possibly DH tomorrow in DC. And, but, but like, it could it just be a back spasm with Bryce? I mean, it could it just, sure. Yeah, and and again, we we said this. Look, we're not the only ones to say it. I'm not making us have to be the, the these these injuries that are happening to so many people because you just. You know, they're trying to play sports in an environment when they probably shouldn't be trying. And I understand they have to. I get it. I know it. But, you know, it, it's just so foreign to some of these guys um, what they're going through in terms of the whole quarantine thing, sure. not having fans in there. And, and um, you know, and I mean, the, the biggest thing the Eagles got to try, and I don't know how you do it, is to, just to avoid injuries. Yeah. They, they can't afford – a bunch of injuries to key people. They mm-hmm. they they can't. Um, but you know, injuries are probably going to happen at some point. Uh, uh, you, know. you mentioned the Phillies. As we are recording this, they have fallen. Well, they are still in the seven spot. Uh, Twenty seven, and actually, this was as a six thirty two. And I don't think they've updated the Phillies score yet. So they lost. I know they, they lost, lost yeah, but I'm trying to see if uh, trying to see what the record is. And what happens if two teams finish tied and or they're twenty seven and twenty six? Excuse me. And the winning percentage, is, I mean, are, is there, there are tiebreaker scenarios? Is everybody going to play sixty games? Looks it. Okay. Cardinals are at forty nine right now. Right. Uh, and I think this afternoon is game fifty. Right. Uh, so the Phillies are twenty seven and twenty six. Cincinnati is twenty seven and twenty seven. They're the eight seed right now. Milwaukee is twenty six and twenty six. I think they have a few double headers this week. They have to against the uh, Cardinals, right? Uh, the Giants are twenty five and twenty six. Cardinal. Uh, the Giants have had a really. Is this the last week of the season? Yes, Kevin? it is. It ends next Sunday. Yes, it does. Okay, let me ask you: Will people care more about the Eagles game or the Phillies if the Phillies means them getting in the postseason? They always care more about the Eagles. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just saying. But the Eagles are zero two. I'm, I'm just saying. They will is, always care more about Yeah, you, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, the Cardinals, I should point out, the Cardinals this week have. Uh, I don't care who the Cardinals right. have. Well, I the Cardinals had the Brewers for a couple games. So, so one of those two teams is going to lose. So, right. you know. Um, yeah. And the Phillies played the Nats, and the Nats stink. Um, Where the, uh, the Giants are at the Rockies. So. Right. The only scenario that would tick people off is if the Giants finished eighth and the Phillies finished ninth. Right. And the Giants also had the Padres in a doubleheader, too. So. No, that's not good. You I know. mean, so the Phillies are still more likely than not to get uh, probably in the driver's seat to get in, but... They had, an eight, they had an 83% chance as of yesterday, I believe. Yeah. According to whatever that... That thing is that the, figures that stuff out. Yeah, I can actually update. Eighty three is pretty is pretty high. I mean, that's that almost means you got to make it, doesn't it? It does. But again, it you know what Jimmy said during the podcast on Friday and what we've talked about. It, they're eighty five point five right now. Um, yeah, if if you don't get in at eighty five point five with seven games to go, 
something went horribly wrong. And I, I think the I think the question will be um, where you know uh, even if, if you make the playoffs and you go out quick, you know if you get the playoffs and you're five hundred or below, and then you go out quick. Does that really stop whatever changes may come in the offseason with the general manager? I have no idea. But getting to the playoffs for them, because they haven't been there in nine years, is, a, is I won't say a big deal, like a huge deal. It's a must, though. It, it's a deal. Well, yeah, it's but, a must. But, you but have to make I'll it say, at this but point. But I'll say this, Kevin. If they didn't, for whatever reason, like if they finished ninth, with everything that's happened to them, injuries and all that, and the fact that they weren't going to win the World Series in all likelihood – it would it be disappointing? Sure. But I don't think it would be like that that kick in the ass, like, oh, my God, you know. It, it, yeah. It, it, and it would almost mean that they really better make the playoffs next year when there's less teams going to the playoffs. Well, now, apparently they're going to have the same oh, they're going to They're going to do this. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, but, but it the, almost means that next year you're better. Well, I, I honestly, you know, and talk, you know, and on Jimmy's, on with Jimmy the other day, I don't think if they I don't think if they don't make the playoffs, I don't think I think there will be changes. I, I do think that, I think there could be changes if they make the playoffs. Yeah, I think that the I think the owner is gonna look at this and go, I'm spending yeah two hundred million dollars, uh, and then um uh, and obviously, you know, you're you're barely gonna make the playoffs in a year where it's gonna be extremely oh, I agree expanded. I agree. But again, but, Middleton hired those guys. I agree. You know, I don't. I mean, you're down. You you down there more than I am. How attached? Not this year, but okay. Yeah, you, but you know what I mean. You talk to people more than I do. How attached is he to those two guys? I don't know at this point. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I, I to be honest, because of the way that everything broke down last year, with if they were that, if he was that attached to this general manager, he would have kept the manager. See me. Clintac would be gone no matter what. I agree. That's me. Mm-hmm. And that means McPhail would be gone. But, you know, as we always run these scenarios. Like, if they make the playoffs and, God forbid, pull a first-round upset, you know, does that sway a, an owner's opinion? You know, is it hard to come in and fire a guy? You know, like there were people that wanted Brett Brown gone after last year when they lost no. to Toronto. And I'm like, you can't. You can't. You, you just you, This year they can. But not after last year. You you just you, you can't do it. But I don't think Clintac, and maybe I'm giving him more blame than I should. I'm I'm not. You know, I don't think he's done a very good job. No. And the, the, the bullpen is, you know, historically goofy. You know. I, and Mike, I, I think one thing. And by the way, I I do want to say this before we before we go off this topic. Um, there was a report by Matt Gelb the other day in the athletic that talked about that there's uh, the Phillies announced that basically there's buyouts coming. And after October, they're anticipating there will be layoffs within the organization uh, because of the, uh, the revenue shortage. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who have, I've known down there for years who have worked. I mean, it, it, look, it, they may touch baseball ops in some way, but it's also, it's primarily going to be people in PR or, uh, tickets or whatever sure. and um you know those are people who have dedicated their lives to the game and the the, the organization it's i just wanted to say i'm thinking of them um at this point because you know it, it's a circumstance i don't think the phillies could control obviously but it's a circumstance that 
you know, it has happened, and a lot of lives are going to get up. up I, I hate to break the news, but you know, you could show up at Temple or Villanova. Oh, absolutely. Or so, next week and the or same next thing. month and same thing, and 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 there's not a damn thing that any of us, even the president, you know, as much. This is not. It happened. It happened. It's horrible. Uh, we can try to fix it as best we can, but it's going to take time to fix it. When somebody tells me that Villanova is losing a million point two every single day that they're not open for business, right? That shatters my mind. I can't wrap my mind around that. Right? Like if somebody had told me Villanova is losing a hundred thousand a day, okay, you know, I, I understand that a million two. That's a lot. It's, a, a it's lot. an awful lot. Yeah. I mean, you could go through, let's say for the sake of argument, because I don't know what Villanova's endowment is, but let's say it's a couple hundred million or I, maybe it's more. I don't know. But you could go through almost your whole endowment. Sure. In, in, if this lasts like three months, you know, three more months. I mean, and, and good people are losing jobs all over the place in yep. our business. And, and, and it's a shame but I don't know what recourse the, the oh the there is none. There, yeah, there is none. You're right. I mean, but it, it, you you still think about them because these are people that you got to know and you know on a personal level and you know how much. But the average fan doesn't know these people. No, and I'm not saying the average fan doesn't care. I don't mean that. But it, it, until I, I've said this all along, until it impacts you, and you know, at some point the Phillies might raise ticket prices. Yeah. I, and they might tell you they have to, mm-hmm. and then. Somebody's going to say, "Well, wait a minute. Well, why are you raising, raising ticket prices? T- why are you firing people?" <laughs> and it's just something that um, it's an economic spiral that goes on, and, 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 feeds- it's, and it's every country, every company in the country, mm-hmm. except maybe Amazon or you know, pick up a few. Yeah, that, Amazon's been pretty. Yeah, there's some companies that are obviously doing okay through all this, uh, but most people are, and it ain't going to like even when this is over. Uh, it's going to take a while to recover. I mean, maybe not sports as much. Like if you know, if if they're back to to being normal next year, if well, sports are better. one one of the thing one of the things in Gelb's article was in Andy McPhail's email to, or letter to his team or the team employees. He said about you know things aren't back to normal, you know, unless there's a a, a vaccine because you can't. You know, he right. doesn't anticipate right. people in the ballpark until there's a vaccine. So right. And but 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 we're hopeful, right? I think we're hopeful as a country and a society that there will be a vaccine, vaccine. by next spring. Maybe now, that doesn't mean all Americans will get it, um, but enough where you can start to process back into normal. a little bit. And and the, I think like the, as long as you have the TV money, that's something. It's not everything. It's something. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I you know it's like um. But like I said, there's there's restaurants that close. They ain't going to open again. And all those people that worked at those restaurants are out of a job. So uh, where do they go to get a job? That's, that's you know what do they do? Yeah. Um. What do those people that worked for the Phillies or or the Sixers maybe or the Eagle or a- anybody else? Where do they go to get a job? You know, where does the the guy who gets laid off by a newspaper? Yeah. Where's he go to get a job? You know, they're, 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 you know, I mean, unless there, you want to go work at Amazon. There's going to be a lot of people. And look, I mean, you know, I'm doing the ch- the change of career thing with going into teaching, but it also involves money for me. I mean, 
with loans and everything that you have to take out to do that. And there are some people in their fifties and sixties who aren't going to do it. So, or nor should they, I mean, you know, they feel like they've, they've been in a, a, a career and felt like they were established and, and changing is tough. But the really good news is we might not have social security in four or five. <laughs> uh, yeah. Before we go, Bryson, Bryson DeChambeau uh, wins the U.S. Open, runs away with it. He was the only guy to finish under par. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, he, the yeah, field backed great. up. The field backed up big time. Yeah, I had Xander, and Xander got another top five in the U.S. I think it's his fourth straight top six in the U.S. Open. But what, but you also have four straight bogeys, I think, coming in. Well, right? yeah, because that's what happens. That, that, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, what, what happens – the whole field backs up like you know, like a Rangoon sewer, and the one guy who is what? <laughs> I've never heard that one. Okay, yeah, I've heard it. It, it. The one guy who completely. I think about what Bryson DeChambeau did. He was, you know, he's won the U.S. Amateur. He won an NCAA championship. He made the Ryder Cup team two years ago. Kind of a little bit of a surprise. He came on, and then he decides this off season, last off season, thirty five pounds. Going, he's going to put on 35, 40 pounds. Now he was already a technically he was he was so different than most golfers out there because he was one of these guys that advocated all your shafts were the same size. Right. So we're most nobody does that. It's just not heard of. He did it. And and some people made fun of, you know, whatever. Of course they're gonna make and he had a stretch this summer when they came back on the restart where he had like four weeks where he was great. I mean, he was the best golfer out there. He won once. Then he kind of lulled a little, as golfers will do. You know, he was he was still good. Mm-hmm. And this week, he just, I mean, he hits the ball. He only hit this week, it was something like, uh, out of 54 fairways, at 54 fairways, yeah, 50, he hit like 22 of them. Yep. That's an unheard number for a major. Yeah, 23, 23 was the number, right? the of final 50, number. Of 54, right? Out of and 50, 58? No, it's 72 holes minus 18. Uh, okay. It's minus 18, right? There's four per day. No, minus 16. Right. There's four par threes, I believe, at Wingfoot. And especially at a course like Wingfoot, which is notorious as being the toughest U.S. Open course they play. The rough, you know, whatever. I mean, U.S. Open's always like that. And he shoots five or six under, whatever the number was. He shot, he was the only guy, I I think he shot. Only guy under par and only guy under par, I think, on the final day. No, but I think he was the only guy under par all four rounds. Okay. I think I could be wrong about that. No, he was p- even par yesterday. Okay, but still, that's unreal. That's unheard of. And somebody said he was the last time, he's only the fourth guy in U.S. Open history where he was the only guy to, winner, I guess they meant, to shoot under par the last day of the championship. Right. And I think the last time it happened was when Jack Fleck beat Ben Hogan in 1955. So, now, what's going to happen now is, of course, people will have him, like, I'm listening to Paul Azinger today. I love Paul, but Jesus, stop, please. Well, you know, now he's going to be, you know, be be like Tiger and be like, yo, 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 let him win another one before we start, you know, he, and he probably will at some point in his life. But these people that just want to say, hey, he's going to win 20. Yeah, whoa. Well, no, but no, but I will say, I think when you look at Augusta in November, and who knows how he plays in November because it's going to be, you know, a different type of course than we're normally used to. You know, it's his style with how gun ho he is and, and drive, and it could almost be like Tiger was. But Kevin, early in Tiger's you script. could say that. Tell me a golf course that they're going to play that you won't say that about. That's the problem. 
you know, when Rory McIlroy shows up at a course and you say, okay, well, geez, the course sits up for Rory because, you know, or John Rahm or Dustin, I mean, Dustin Johnson. He's, I mean, he, there's five or six or seven guys I could name you who were the same guy, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I don't want, you know, that that's what, that's the mistake people make. He may win Augusta. I'm not saying he well, won't. Yeah. And Augusta may suit him in a sense where, you know, you worry a U.S. Open typically. All right. If you drive it in the rough, you're, you're screwed. But you still got to hit irons. You still have to play. Right. You still have to do, you know, he could go to Augusta and play well and finish eighth. You know, and because somebody else has a great week or, or you know, whatever. Although, um, I, I, I should I should ask you this because you, you've you covered enough of them. Augusta did lengthen, the, let their, their different cuts of rough go a little longer than it used to, correct? Well, that was done 20 years ago. Right. I mean, that was done when Tiger, they don't call it rough. They call, they call it, it the cut. First cut, second, second cut. cut. Yeah, right. It's, it's Yeah, I mean, they, they had to make changes on their golf course because... You know, Tiger Woods was hitting wedges into holes that were designed for six irons. And, right. But, I mean, they still shoot low scores at Augusta. You know, if the wind is not blowing. Now, I don't know what Augusta is going to play like in November as opposed to April. Mm-hmm. You know, that it could be a totally different kind of golf course. Um, but I'll tell you, you know, you talk about guys. So, Matthew Wolf now has played in two majors. He's 21 years old. Yep. He finished fourth at the PGA and second this week. So, does that mean Matthew Wolf is going to win? You know, Xander Shoffley has finished in the top five, top six, four of the last five U.S. Opens. He finished second at the Masters last year when Tiger won. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is he going to win? I mean, there's so many guys out there that you can make. And, and as soon as you win one, you become, like I said, you become the flavor of the week. Like Dustin Johnson, you know, won um, the Tour Championship. And, you know, and he actually came back this week. He finished tied for sixth or something after getting off to a really bad start. Mm-hmm. But there's you could take and, and you know the guys, Rory, John Rahm, Dustin Johnson, uh, I mean Justin Thomas, Dustin Th- uh, Johnson. There's like five or six of those guys yep. mm-hmm. who you could make a case for them. And then there's another set of guys, you know, like the the young guys, Corin, uh, Colin Moore, Cowan, guys like that. There, there's always that's why I'm I'm really. Other than Tiger, or when Rory was in a really good groove for a little bit, of just saying, oh, well, you know, this guy's going to win this major. Because you just don't know. No. And it's in two months from now, you know, maybe maybe Bryson's not as sharp two months from now. Sure. Uh, but the guy that goes, all of those guys that I just mentioned, if they go to a course and it's and they're on that week, they're going to be tough to beat. Yeah, they Dustin are. Johnson overpowers courses, too. You know, when Rory's on, he's driving the ball just as far as Bryson. Well, maybe not just as far, but, you know, fairly close. Um, But the thing with these guys is, as they've said, you know, I'd rather have a nine iron out of the rough than a six iron from the fairway. Yeah. It's hard to argue with that logic. Yeah. Um, It changes the game. I mean, he played today, Kevin. He hit a 365-yard drive on this one hole, right? I'm sitting there thinking, if I play a 365-yard hole, right. I might not be on the green in two. Yeah. Think about that. And he's bombing <laughs> so, away. So I just got to put on 35 pounds is basically <laughs> what, what they're kind of telling me. We got to get the chaps then. Um, yeah, do you think that will change? Like, when you know when Tiger started bulking up and then Rory bulked up? Do you think there'll be golfers now that will say, my God, I'm going to go out. You know, and, go and I was actually thinking this. We, you and I have, uh, I don't know if you and I have talked about, but like. You I know always, the Chargers are beating the Chiefs? Yes, I've got it on right here. Okay. Um, 
we've talked about in the past how, um, like in baseball, I think sometimes you get over muscular and you need sure. some flexibility yeah. and all that. I always felt golf was the same way. You could be mus, you could have muscle, yeah. but you don't want to be over muscular because it affects your swing and you don't have the flexibility or the whip or whatever. DeChambeau may be the exception to this and we'll find out i but, mean I, like but it, the danger is there's going to be guys who try it and you know david duvall is the one who i think we all I, come comes I know, to mind tagger tagger was the first when tagger came along and there was rumors about tagger with steroids right. things like that and tagger was the what, the first guy or i shouldn't say the first guy but the guy that went out there and said i'm going to be fit i'm going to get up at five in the morning i'm going to do you know my cardio i'm going to i'm going to lift weights and, and then you know when tagger did what tagger did I remember Rory, when he came along, kind of was the same way. You know, and I don't know these guys. Per- like, I don't know if Dustin Johnson is like that. I, I mean, all these guys are pretty fit looking. Yeah. I mean, if you look at them, you know, they, they, they you know, their waist is about 28, you know, and, and their chest is like 44 or whatever. And- but you know where, you know what I'm saying? It, it, Duvall did it. Tiger could do it, and Tiger could remain. No, it's I don't think Duvall. I think you got Duvall confused. Duvall just—he became number one in the world, and and looked around and said, "What more is there?" And that's when, and he, he just. Kinda, uh, I thought he also became muscular. He became overly uh, muscular, I, and I don't remember that, but you could be right because uh, I remember I Johnny think, Miller bitching about it all the time. Well, Johnny yeah, bitched I, about. I, a I lot remember of things, David but. Duval had the line one time, like, "Yeah, I got to be number one," and that was his goal. You know, he got to be number one, and I looked around and said, "Okay, like, what else?" And, and, oh, a few yeah, more and, majors, David, would have helped. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is they don't think like, like like when you have a goal to get to a certain point, you know, and then you get to that point. That's what set guys like Tiger apart was, you know, Tiger's like, no, I you know, I want to win 30 majors or, you know, whatever I want to win. I think that's – and I'm not knocking David Duval. I don't – but these guys put so much into it, Kevin, and probably starts from when the time they're like seven years old. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like the guy – the kid that wants to play in the NBA, you know, and you ask him when he's seven years old. I want to play in the NBA or I want to play in the NFL or I want to, um, and then some people get there and it's like, and we see this a lot in golf guys will have, they'll have like an ascendancy. They'll get to a certain point and then they level off for a while. Some of them come back. Some of them don't come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duval was one of the guys that didn't come back. Um, but you know, it, it, it's look, it, half the game, more than half the game is played between the years. Right. You know that. I know. So it, it's, you know, uh, I mean, look, it shapes up for, you know, you have a good Masters because Rory's going to still needs to win a Masters for his career Grand Slam. He hasn't won a major in six years. You'll have Bryson will be a, a lot of talk will be about Bryson. Uh, and then, you know, you'll, you'll get your Dustin and all those kind of guys talking. And, and it'll be Augusta in November. I mean, we're, you know, we'll be watching Augusta and, and NFL. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and the schedule for that's going to be like similar to what it was last year with Tiger. We're going to start at 9 a.m. and basically try to end by 2.30 so you could get to CBS. Can get Have to they the said that already? Yes. Oh, well, that's great. So I CBS mean, can get right to the NFL games. Yeah, CBS will have an NFL slate that week that's all right. 4.30 on. I got you. I got you. Well, I mean, look, the best. Like, by the way, that's not, also, that's also uh, I believe, that weekend's also Alabama-Auburn or Alabama-LSU, one of them. Okay. Um but I've always said that some of the best times in golf, when you have a West Coast major, mm-hmm. oh, okay, and and it goes to like ten o'clock at night. Now, when you were covering it, you hated it. Sure, you're on deadline, um, and it stunk. But 
for a viewer, it's awesome. It's, freak, it's awesome. The other one is the British Open because you wake up at 7, 8, 9, whenever time the leaders go off, maybe 8, 9 o'clock. I don't know what time they go. And you're and done by over. 2. Exactly. It's, and you it's can awesome. get a round in after. I that. said last year when Tiger won the Masters, it was it part of the thing that made it so awesome was it was over what by like two thirty three o'clock. Yep, and you actually Something could, like and you know it was a rainy day, and you could end up watching it all over again. It was pretty yeah. cool. But uh, I, I think that's uh, yeah. So you, know, right. you got me looking. For, oh, look, I was right. going to look forward to it anyway. But um, uh, let right. me let me clarify one point we had earlier about the Phillies. Uh, they are a half game behind the Cardinals. They are a half game ahead of the Reds and Brewers. So they're the eighth seed? So they are the seventh seed as of now. Okay. The Cardinals are the sixth the Car- seed? The, the Cardinals are the th- second place team in the Central, so they're automatically guaranteed oh, a spot. Okay. They're a half game ahead of the Reds and Brewers, a game ahead of the Giants at this so point. So the Phillies right now are the first wild The first wild, the card. First wild card. But okay. they're also living dangerously because the and, that, and that that means they would they would probably play the padres if you're the seven yeah well no no would, no if you're the padres you play the second place division winner which would be the cubs oh either the cubs or the, the braves aren't the padres the number two seed the braves are uh, the the padres had the the second best record because oh, they're not going to win their division, division. they oh. automatically go down to the four so who would the Phillies play then? Who, who's the, the Cubs or the Braves? The Cubs right now are a half game ahead of the Braves. Cubs are playing this evening. Who would you rather play? Cubs. Easily. Okay. They okay. may beat the Cubs. Okay. But three games in three games in Wrigley? Three games in Wrigley. Yeah. Uh, you know, actually, three games in Wrigley might be kind of cool. Yeah. I'm you not, know. Um, if the, yeah, and you know what? I think they have enough that they can get they can get uh they could get they could get to a game three against them. Now the problem is who would start game three at this point, but we'll see. It doesn't matter. You get the game three, you start somebody. I mean you you'll you know, you'll you'll I mean Eflin, you know, maybe maybe, maybe Eflin. Eflin. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean Vinny, look, I know Vinny's the biggest tease in the world. He did pitch well. Yeah. Um, the other night, which they needed. Um, and by, we sh- by we the way, the, ball, we, the, ball, the Baltimore's just. I know, them. and I'm watching uh, the and, final 20 seconds with the with the uh, Chargers. The Chiefs the, going down. The Chiefs going down. Chiefs are in field goal range at this point. With oh, 20 seconds okay. left. I'll have to switch that. Um, the uh, the uh, Houston that that they should be shot for trading DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, uh, right. and the quarterback should leave. One final note on the Phillies: they now have to enter a bubble. Uh, in a sense oh. of they, all the players have to go to a hotel. Okay. Um, beginning this week to okay. get ready for whatever they're going to have. So yeah, right. So this is going to be interesting. And while the Phillies are on the road, so it don't matter. So I mean, but it, for teams yeah. at home, right, right. they are yeah. having to be in a bubble too. So yeah, all right. Um, so Tuesday yeah. we're back. I'm sure we'll have more Eagles talk. At I'm this telling point. you right now, the Chiefs might score a touchdown. Yeah. Although they may end up having to kick the field. Uh, they're going to take a second time out. They'll have one well, more Holmes shot. Holmes is going to throw a touchdown. Yep. I'm t- telling you. <laughs> uh, he went what? He went 10th in the draft? Yeah. Yeah, Tenth but Mitch Trubisky's 2-0, too. Mitchell. It's Mitchell. Mitch. Mitchell. It can't, it Foles can't get off the bench. Yep. Tremendous. All right, so we're back on Tuesday. Um and then, by the way, I should point out, I am scheduled right now for federal jury duty later in the week. So wow. it might be a late Friday night, Mike. Or, or, or we just don't. Yeah. I mean, you got well, yeah, you, Hey, could, I'll leave you with this thought. Yeah. Could you imagine if Nick Foles was still here? 
Think about think about that. Yeah, I we're mean, arguing about Jalen Hurts being No, but all their all their backups right now aren't viable. It it doesn't no. matter. You know, so even if and I wouldn't have put Foles in anyway, but that's just me. But oh, if Foles this town was here, on people fire. would be well, they would. Hey, look, Foles stunk here too. Yeah. Yeah, there was times Foles played and didn't play that well. But it's just that in the playoff games he did. So which is all that matters. Um but yeah, it, hey, look, it's um, it, it'll be another long week for the birdies. Do you think we'll get the uh, testy Doug this week? Uh, the the arrogant. <laughs> what have you ever done, Doug? Yeah, I yeah. Think I don't could. think at zero and two you can do that. Yeah, watch I, out. See, I think you got to be. The, I think uh, the bottom line with this organization is arrogance. But I think this week you have to be the contrite Doug. Yeah, you have to just kind of lay low. You know, hey, we haven't played well yet. Uh, we need to play well this week. Or, you know, we think we will. Mm-hmm. And let's get a win under our belt, and then I can go back to being the the the, the other Doug, you know, maybe down the road somewhere. Because I'm going to tell you something. If they win, like, three of their next four, yeah. let's just say for – he will be. I mean, they'll be back. He'll, he'll be like, see? Yeah. And you know what? He would have every right to do that. Because you know he would say, "Hey, I won a ring know, and I've made the playoffs the last three years." And but but we we you know we played like crap the first couple of weeks, but we've now come back. We've played better. We've we're, we're winning games. Give us a chance. And I would not argue with that. Like no, I agree. I think we do need to like let the season do what the season's going to do. And if it doesn't go well, then we can sit there and criticize, you know, all we want. Um, you know, but all those Super Bowls they were talking about winning, yeah. it, it just doesn't seem like they're all happening. By the way, uh, are you uh, are you ready for the Emmys tonight? Well, there's no TV. There was like no, no you know, there was no TV on for now. I don't watch Emmys, Grammys. I, the only thing I care about in the Academy Awards is like those three awards that come about three thirty in the morning. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and, no, but really, but the Grammys for like thirty years now, I haven't known anybody that's getting an award no. probably so. And the Emmys, the Emmys never interested me as much, you know. And now, you know, you, you call up uh, the, the Google or the website or something, you know, eleven thirty, and find out who won. Yep. It's uh, all right. So we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Thank you, Michael. Did the Chiefs win this in OT? Uh, no, uh, I have no idea. I'll say okay. yes because most of the people will be listening uh, beyond that. So okay, all right. Sixty minutes for me, brother. Yep, I'll talk to you later. You got it. See ya. Our thanks to you for listening. Glad we can vent a little bit. This has been Work of the Beat.